That would not have been a good sign starting off. <laughs> oh boy. I'm just doing great. So, fantastic what all has been going on so far in this campaign? We went out to Hawk's Secret Cabin mm-hmm. and everyone knows Annabelle's story now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're an angel. Well, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of fun. Well, okay. I won't get into that now, but we were going to do a spell to throw the guys off our trail, except they found us while we were trying to go find the ingredients for it. Whoops. And now we've been kidnapped, but I managed to get a photo off to our friends. Mm -hmm. They were very concerned. Yeah. And now we're somewhere in a bunker or something. Also, I think at two different points for Darren specifically, a random short-haired Siamese cat showed up. Oh, yeah. It also stared at me for a while, and I stared back at it, and that's why I got caught by the guy. Because <laughs> I kept staring at the cat. <laughs> yeah, it does tend to show up whenever there's people from Multi around. Or we, we still don't know if those first people were actually from Multi. Mm. This mysterious organization that after floating you into separate vehicles somehow noticed that someone was tracking them. They picked up an energy spike so they went off-road. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm. Which, that energy spike was Bart trying to track y'all with magic. I forgot about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they noticed that, and then they, they went super, super sneaky style. Yeah, and then as you all approached the warehouse, the door opened. You might have seen in passing that there was a woman sitting at a table. She just kind of nodded at the cars as part of the floor dropped down, and you all drove down into a surprisingly well-lit tunnel. And... Drove for quite a while, no one in the car is really saying anything. Occasionally one of the agents will like pull out their phone and send off a text message. So what are y'all doing? I think Darren would be just trying to watch what's going on. We're very clearly stuck in this situation and this is not the time to escape. So just trying to like remember if we're turning left right, if we pass through any gates, like what the guards look like, just sort of generally watching what is going on. I know that's not very exciting, but I think he's trying to lay low for a moment and then, yeah. And the people in the car are acting specifically like not aggressive in the slightest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They seem relaxed, but they also seem like they're trying they check their phones every so well not the person driving because <laughs> they're not that dumb and Annabelle what are you doing <laughs> or how are you handling this because you're in an underground bunker and you're pretty sure Oak Ridge doesn't have those as far as you know but Oak Ridge is weird mm-hmm. Annabelle is sitting arms crossed sort of leaning back and absolutely glaring at these guys she is not having this. This is not okay. She does not want to be here. She doesn't want Darren to be here. 
it is a very sketchy situation, so that is a very fair reaction. Mm-hmm. So they drive for a bit before they come to a more open area where there's probably, like, a couple of vehicles, including, like, a couple of golf carts <laughs> parked, and it looks like there's rooms set into the walls, almost like you've found some kind of underground compound or bunker. And the agents hold the doors open for y'all. They're not grabbing or forcing, but they are kind of hurting you guys towards a room. Mm-hmm. Gently. Until they start acting aggressively, I think Darren's going to at least go along with them. He doesn't want to, but he's not going to try to make a stink about it at this point. Abel, are you also going along with it for now? Yeah. Darren, you've probably never seen Annabelle, like, physically look upset, but she looks angry right now. Knowing what just happened, that actually concerns him. (laughs) For the other guys. (laughs) He smiles a little bit. He's like, this is gonna go crazy. With that, you do also notice that the people that were in the car with her look very apologetic. Like, yeah, we, we get it, we're sorry. Hmm, interesting. So one of they just gonna walk up to one of the doors and hold it open. You'll step through here, we just have someone that wants to talk to you, and then we'll take you wherever you want to go from there. Uh, why, why, why does someone want to talk to us? We're just, we're just people, we just live in Oak Ridge. What, what's going on here? Would you like to roll to read a bad situation? No, I think I'd like to roll, roll to manipulate someone. Okay. If, if I can. I want to try and not like catch these. That's a seven. It's a nine. Okay. Basically, I would just want to. You said they don't seem aggressive. They seem apologetic. I just want to see if I can get some more information out of them. Maybe get a little bit about what we're, what we're stepping into. Who are you? Why do you? Why did you take us here? What do you, what do you want from us? Like, who are you guys? This is. You have to admit. Like from our our perspective, this is this is pretty strange. We were just walking in the woods, and all of a sudden, y'all came and captured us. And now we're underground. Like, what what is going on here? You were also spotted at my house. Yeah, you're right. At the house that I live at with my dad. That that's not that strange. They didn't catch you there. They caught you near a friend's house. It was like next door. To, I was like going to check on my dad, and they were there. Like I, I spotted you guys at my house. What's going? Like y'all been following us all over town. We've we just we're just trying to live here, y'all. Like I work at the Waffle House. Like what what could you possibly want with us? We also believe you're investigating a strange situation that could be connected to something going on in the lab. Someone we have working there spotted you on the camera and was able to race it before anyone else found out. Well. I think we can all admit we know there's strange things going on here, and it's a little complicated to explain. But we think you may be able to help. Oh yes. The preschool teacher and the Waffle House employee. They're really going to be a huge help. going to be a huge help. Th- thank you. M- yes, Miss Annabelle, that's a great point. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I think Darren would like look, now that he hears her talking, he would kind of like look at Annabelle. And just like try to give her the a look that he's not afraid to keep going, even though his questions are like, "Why are we doing this?" And he's like, 
I think he's genuinely curious about what's going on, but he doesn't want to just walk blind into a situation. So he gives her a look of stupid confidence. <laughs> also, something I will point out, the faces of, of the people, some of them may seem kind of familiar. Like, you've seen them just around town before. Hmm. May not have interacted with them, but you've seen them around. Just like, you know, getting a drink with friends or at the grocery store. Because it's pretty much either Walmart or Kroger's. Because <laughs> Food City's just ridiculous with how it's organized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, then I would like to investigate a mystery if I could. I want to see if that is an eight. What are you trying to find out? I want to try and find if I know someone more than just a passing stranger, you know? I want to know if it's like, oh, that's that's Mrs. Kroger the checkout lady at the Kroger who like I've talked with before like or if it is just I think I've seen that person at the Starbucks before or I think I've seen that person walking around I think that would probably be a plus sharp roll just okay. looking at the questions for things but you said you got an 8? Eight? 8 that was with my sharp already yeah so you do recognize a couple you may have heard their names in passing, probably like had small talk with them, but they've never seemed particularly interested in you beyond being friendly or pardon me, I just need to reach and grab something next to you. But you haven't seen them enough to where it would make you wonder, but now you're probably starting to question what they do with their time. Got it. Okay, cool. Thank you. Well, someone seems to think you may have information then. They just want to talk, maybe able to help clear some things up. Fine. Whatever. The sooner we get this done, the sooner we get back to our lives, right? Yes. We'll take you wherever you want to go after this. Well, that's fine with me. And I do apologize. Apparently, time's a bit short with this situation. Sorry we had to bring you in like this. Be standing holding the door open. Darren would look at Annabelle and then kind of take a reassuring breath and then walk in to the door. Annabelle, are you following? Yep. So you walk in, it kind of feels like you're walking into a small conference room almost, or like where someone would give a presentation. There's a rectangular table with four or five chairs in front of it and what looks like a projector screen on the wall. But there's no one else in there. And they gently close the door behind you, but you don't hear a sound of them locking it. They're just giving you privacy. Then if we're alone, I think Darren would turn to Annabelle and be like, uh, what, what do you think's going on here? Do you think, do you think they're telling the truth? Do you think they really not, don't need anything from us? Or just need information? Or are they going to try and hold us here for forever? Because I mean, I have, I have a shift that starts in like 20 minutes. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get back to that. Probably not. <laughs> Damn. All right, well. I'm going to say you should probably try and find someone to cover your shift. Hmm. I think you're right. You don't have your phone on you. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. This is an unfortunate situation for Darren, but what do you think we should do? Should we just wait, or...? I don't think we have much of a choice given how insistent they were that we not be together in the back of a car, I can't imagine that they're not watching us now. Hmm. 
that's an excellent point. I was about to do something really stupid because I thought we were alone. So cool. And he like backs away from like the projector. Well, there's not like a visible projector. It's more like there's just like a TV screen on the wall. It's a better description. Got it. Okay. But as you say that, the TV screen starts to flicker on and you see a relatively ordinary looking guy sitting at a desk. He's like, Sorry, I'm late. I got caught up with something. Oh, yes, sure. We love being made to wait after being uh, kidnapped and taken to a weird underground place. Really respectful of our time, thank you. Again, I apologize for that. It's an unusual situation, but there's a lot of unusual in the town. Okay, um, y'all want to sit down and make yourselves comfortable? I just made take a second to explain. I don't think Darren sits down. What do you want from us? I have a shift that starts in 20 minutes. Really need to get out of here. Also, who are you? What is going on? You, you know, he's been like shuffling through some pieces of paper on his desk like he's trying mm-hmm. to organize them, but Oh yeah, names are a good way to start out. My name is Joshua Michael, and I'm from Oak Ridge, just not the Oak Ridge you know. Uh, can can we ask what the hell that means? Like in a different state? You're gonna be have to a little more clear. Yeah, I didn't know there was an Oak Ridge in California, but so. Oak has always been a strange town, even before they built the lab and started experimenting with radiation. And then there were the time travel experiments. Are you familiar with those? I've seen Back to the Future, but other than that, I have no idea what you're talking about. Ms. Annabelle? Annabelle, you're probably somewhat familiar. You may not know about it, but you know it's something like that happened. Potentially. Shock staring. He just nods and says, The government had a couple of sites trying to to crack the secrets behind time travel. The first one to succeed was in Jackson. But as far as I can tell... Nothing changed and it was not considered successful, but that's because it created a split. So now there are two. And I'm from the second one. We didn't know for a while until they succeeded in Oak Ridge, which we think may have created a bridge between the split, among other things. Reality may have been a little thinner, maybe? We're still trying to figure out. But that's what caused the anomalies to start happening. And so, me and several others... I'm not the one who started this, but I'm the one running it in my town. We've been trying to figure out a way to stop some more dangerous anomalies. Are you following so far? Do I need to... I know this is a lot. Um, what? I mean, uh... So there's there's two oak ridges, I guess. I mean, I, what what are you going to say if I say no? What are you going to do if I say no, we're not following? 
You're talking about parallel realities, right? Yes. There's two that we know of, possibly more. It's a little harder to nail down because we've been trying to stop certain anomalies from being problematic and trying to find a way to keep things stable. Because when you build a bridge between things, there's a space in between. And sometimes things from that space will slip through onto either side. Which has caused problems from what we can tell. And we think that may be causing the problems that have been happening in your reality. Would Darren know about these problems, these mysterious and spooky problems? I know we've been researching it a little bit, but like, is it that common of knowledge? Well, I mean, you've probably heard of just a lot of weird things happening, things popping in and out. There was an incident once when a girl went missing and then she came back out of the woods and as far as everyone knew she was fine, but it's there were some slight differences in how she looked and the way she talked, so no one was sure what happened, and that eventually just kind of died down. You've probably heard a lot of stories that you thought were just either people imagining things, but Oak Ridge is a weird town. Mm-hmm. So, might be starting to wonder if some of those weird things you heard working the night shift at the Waffle House might have been more true than you realized. Hmm, Okay. Also, you've probably seen some of the things where it's just like, out of the corner of your eye, you see something that doesn't look like it belongs, and then when you go to look at it again, it's gone. Got it. Okay. Hmm. And Annabelle, you're probably more aware of the impact the anomalies have been having, because that's why your people Mm -hmm. wanted to get the heck out of there, because they're like, they're going to collapse reality locally, and... Yep. Yeah. (laughs) So this is probably ringing a little more true for you. Mm-hmm. So this is all very fascinating, but what could you possibly want with us? Sounds like you have all of the information. Why do you need us? Well, from what we can tell, there hasn't been alien interaction in your world aside from one. They made contact in our reality. But we've noticed some energy signatures that hints that one of you may have decided to stay. Well, none of them made contact. So, I think those abilities could be useful. Wait. What? And at this, Annabelle, the tension and the anger kind of leeches out a little bit. And she's trying to keep it in, but that shook her a little bit. Yeah. In my Ridge, there was a day when people appeared from the future and they brought back technology, so we were able to advance at a rate, and I guess that just got our extraterrestrial neighbors' attention. So we've had some interaction with them, and we've been able to develop technologies that allow us to track energy signatures that I guess your world doesn't know how to recognize. Who? We've shared some of that information with our field agents so they can help better track the anomalies and make sure nothing from the in-between stays too long. Who were they? The extraterrestrials. They called themselves the Tantarans, one of the groups. There have been others as well. And he lists off the 
couple other names that, you know, are in the general area. At this, all of the fight goes out of her. You're familiar with them, aren't you? Of course not. Aliens don't exist. It's a token protest. He just nods and leaves it at that. Also, a thing you notice as he's been talking, as with most video conferences with people who have pets, this cat appeared in the background. Uh, short-haired Siamese. And just kind of, like, wandered across the back and then just disappeared out of frame. And while Annabelle's processing things, Darren, you feel this weight in your lap as your cat friend just kind of, like, crawls up into your lap and... Actually, no, you're not sitting down. I can be sitting down. Well, no, I think if, if Annabelle was saying all that, like, I think Darren was trying very hard not to react to what she was saying, because... He definitely doesn't know everything, like or anywhere close to everything, but her saying, oh, aliens don't exist, and another alien happened to, I think he would just be like, oh, oh, and like, probably like sit down. Also, with the whole, there are multiple realities, you may have just kind of had to sit down. <laughs> it's funny, that actually didn't bother him as much, to be totally honest. Because, like, we, we've sort of said, like, he's, like, working night shifts with, like, a lot of drunk people, like, he... He's heard the ramblings. He's seen things on the fringes of his like peripheral vision. It almost feels right now, like like kind of like you were saying, like all those weird things now have an explanation. So like that doesn't really bother him, but like seeing his friend struggle, I think that is more difficult for him to process. Which I know sounds really stupid. <laughs> like the world is ripping apart, and he's like, no, that that's whatever. So yeah, I think he would like sit down. He's just keeping an eye on Annabelle. Yeah. So you feel this weight in your lap as the cat jumps up onto your lap and it just kind of like like stretches up and like lays on your chest and is purring. Mm-hmm. And Joshua, his eyes go wide when he sees it. I think Darren would just sort of absentmindedly scratch his ears, like not even really processing that it's, <laughs> it just, this feels natural again. And he's just watching Annabelle, just making sure that she's okay. So, you're in a different reality, but it's our reality. And you're saying there's an alien, or you've had alien contact over there, and because there's a bridge between our realities, it's created a space for these sort of in-between anomalies to leak through and wreak havoc over on our side of things. It also causes problems on this side, but that's a good summation. There are also some things... So, there's been several weird things that come for that. We refer to anomalies as the things that cause disruptions in local reality. But there are others, and as he says this, like, you can tell he's just staring at the cat. Mm-hmm. There are other things that are more peculiar... Still staring at the cat. I think at this point, Darren would look down, officially notice, like, oh, 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 there's a. The cat's staring back at you. I think Darren would sort of like to himself be like, wait a minute, I think. Were you out in the woods and at out in at my dad's house? You have no doubt. It's the exact same cat. Hmm. 
do you want to roll something? Does anyone want to roll something? Yeah, I guess we haven't rolled in a while. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Just to maybe, like, help better process things? Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I want to use magic, but I don't have magic. <laughs> I don't really know what I would roll for. If, if I recognize the cat and this guy is debriefing us, I think... Maybe roll to investigate a mystery that is the cat? Yeah, I was thinking about that, but also, like, I don't know if he would do that right now. I think he definitely is, now, like, that the cat is here on him, I think it, it is very alarming. It's purring. It's a very happy cat. Yeah, yeah, but I think still, like, this is the third time he's seen it, and then now it's, like, here, and, like, both the times he's seen it has been right before pretty terrible things that have happened so I think he's trying to keep that part of it cool because this dude's also like oh yeah the world is split into two and there's monsters coming through so like we gotta figure that out like I think I think what he I think what Darren would try to do and he wants to like finish this with this guy before he moves on to here's this cat one problem at a time just for context so the way he's looking at it, he doesn't seem concerned by the cat. Just, mm -hmm. it's like he's saying something that he wasn't expecting, but it kind of makes some things make more sense, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's just like kind of a moment of, okay. Okay, so that's a thing. That would make it even more concerning for Darren that if this cat was in this screen and now he's here and this guy's like, oh, interesting. He also did just mention things that don't fit that they call peculiarities. That it's like, it's weird, but don't seem harmful. Got it. I mean, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll investigate the cat. <laughs> that is a, what is investigative mystery? Sharp. That is yeah. a 10. Woo, 10. All right, on yeah. a 10 plus holds two. So you get to ask two questions. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> What is this dang cat? <laughs> Second question. What food does it like? Just kidding. <laughs> so, as you're looking at the cat after he describes peculiarities, mm -hmm. you're not entirely sure what a peculiarity is, but you're pretty sure this cat's one of them. Got it. It seems to be a friendly one, and it mostly seems to be a cat. There doesn't seem to be anything special about it beyond its randomly appearing and it's just attaching itself to you. I use that word in not the literal sense. <laughs> I was gonna say that that's concerning the way you said that, the way you phrased that. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like how sometimes cats just decide that they like particular people, or like the mm -hmm. videos where cats just decide, okay, you're my owner. This is my home now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This 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 cat seems very comfortable with you. Got it. So then, what are the other questions I can ask? What happened here? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Ooh, let's let's get that last one. What is being concealed with this kitty cat? Hmm. That's a good question. It is. Or I guess maybe... I guess what I'm getting at with what is being concealed here is what... I might not be ready to answer this yet, but like, what is the connection? Like, why is this cat, like, following? Well, with it 
being a peculiarity. You're not sure mm. where it's from or what it knows. Mm -hmm. But it seems to be wanting to help you. Okay. Okay. Interesting. It's chosen you. It's just like, this is my human. Hmm. I like that. I love, I love cats. I think if there was, if there was this sort of this nonverbal sense, I think Darren would like just smile a little bit and like scratch behind the ears. It leans into the ear scratches. Dope. Love that. <laughs> I think he would look over to, to Annabelle. So when you look at Annabelle, she's like blue screened a little bit. Like she is, she is stuck in a spiral and you can tell. Got it. Annabelle.exe has stopped responding. Yeah. <laughs> she is stuck in a spiral of what did I do wrong to make this end up so differently for her versus this other dimension. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think with like the weight of that, the cat, all that's going on, and then seeing Annabelle go catatonic a little bit. Ha, <laughs> cat. <laughs> I think he would look and probably more bravely than he has ever been or more like self-assured like thinking back to like what Hawk has taught him thinking back to how he said to take care of his dad and everything he would like look up to this man and be like whoa Josh Joshua Mr. Mr. whatever the hell your last name was Joshua what do you need from us I think we're here into this like you we you've told us things we've seen things what do you need from us? How can we close this rift? How can we stop these anomalies? I think the time we, we've we've crossed the point of no return, and it's time to to take action. And you seem to have a lot of information or a lot of resources, and you seem to need us for something. So, just tell us what you need, and we'll make it happen. I get the feeling you've been looking into this particular one for a while. I was wondering, what information have you been able to gather so far about what could be causing this? Because we haven't been able to trace things very much. I was not here for that session. I do not know <laughs> what we found out. You've had it explained, but <laughs> you weren't there. I was not there. I totally forget, and I'm terribly sorry. <laughs> Annabelle was there. Yes, she was. I don't know how well Annabelle is listening. So, uh... You could use this to snap her out of her anxiety spiral, because those suck. I think this is what Darren would do. I think Darren realizes, like, oh, shoot, when Hawk was... I wasn't there, and when Hawk was explaining this, I was not listening to what he was saying. <laughs> And he would know Annabelle was there, and he would he would get up. You're sitting down, right? Yes. Yeah. I think he would very awkwardly. <laughs> he is a a younger, sillyish little boy. No, he's not a little boy. But <laughs> I'm like you're in your twenties. He, he's just very awkward still. He's he's just me basically. <laughs> but you're not awkward. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's a. It's Not a mask. <laughs> uh, he would get up, carry the cat, and like very respectfully put it down on your lap. And I'd be like, I really hope you're not allergic to cats. <laughs> and 
after he put the cat on your lap, he would like kneel down to his like eye level. He'd be like, Miss Annabelle, trying to not like blow up her whole thing in front of this guy, like turning his back towards the screen. Miss Annabelle, I can't even begin to imagine what what's going through your head right now. I mean, I just found out that you have wings and you're an alien. And it sounds like that there's other stuff. It sounds like there could be some good stuff. Maybe you're going to find your sister or some of your, your, your folks. And I, I think we need to, to work with this this group, this man, this person. Maybe not like trust them completely right now, but like if we do have information they need and we can save people and we can help you get back to to where you're from or at least get some more information, more closure, I think we might need to do it. And he like is like look, trying to be very sincere and like looking in your eyes and he's like, do you remember what we found out that first night at the place where I was not and the other stuff? Also, the cat very willingly goes and just snuggles up as close as he can in Annabelle's lap mm-hmm. and starts purring even harder. Mm-hmm. The cat is trying to be comforting. And again, I'm sorry, I do not know if you are allergic to cats or not, so this might have backfired on me completely. I think with this cat purring against you, it might help start calming your mind. Yeah. Similar to how Sue's might work. Mm. Very good therapy cat. Good cat. She kicks the kitty on the head a little bit. (sighs) Okay. Okay. We found out that there was a great protector spirit. And it was corrupted or it had fallen ill somehow. And that was one of the sort of side effects. And there was a correlation between when the spirit got more active or upset and when they started messing with things. And we found, I think there were maps that Roz found that were heat or electromagnetic or something where they would... Radiation and then anomaly. Yeah. That would sort of light up in in different areas when things would happen. I should have taken better notes. <laughs> you found it specifically correlated when a certain scientist was interacting with what's known as Object 51? Object 51, right. Just a certain scientist or just anyone? I don't think you were able to read whose name it was because doctor's handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> but it did seem to be one main person. When one person, we couldn't really make out their name, bad handwriting, (laughs) but whenever they interacted with what was called Object 51, things started happening. He's just nodding and jotting down notes as you talk. We were able to, um, to figure out what part of the lab it was in based on, that's a little hard to explain, I guess. We just were. I guess it doesn't really matter how. He does look up from his nose at this and is like, Is that near where you were caught on camera? Pointing his head towards Darren. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. We found a, a way a way in. 
and it seemed like it was a, an old passageway behind a lake or a, some sort of water thing, pond thing, yeah. And we, we, we went in and it seemed like there was no one there. Like everything was old, kind of falling apart, dirty and dusty. But it connected to the active part and that's where y'all saw me, which I am very sorry about. But yeah, that's close to that. Good to know. We may be able to find another way to get in there because I'm pretty sure it's from the in-between. And the sooner it gets neutralized, the better. We're still not sure about a lot of things from the in-between or what might be there or what might have become. Reality's really weird around there. Like, weirder than it's been in both of our bridges since the what we call the bridge has been formed. We're still trying to figure out a lot of things, but our worry is there might be something there and we don't want its attention drawn to either of our cities. I mean, that makes sense. If it's a, a terrible beast, yeah, we definitely don't want that coming through. But what can we do about it? Like, y- y'all are the ones with the underground bunkers and the alien technologies and everything. Like, what... What do you want us to, to do about it? The bunker of this was here before the first person accidentally fell through. We think it was originally designed to be like a hideaway bomb shelter, possibly, mm. for the lab when it was originally built, but they forgot about it because they never need, needed it. So we were able to claim it and start using it as a sort of base of operations because this isn't exactly stuff we want everyone knowing that makes sense because that could cause a lot of panic and repercussions as people try and mess with reality further that makes sense but that doesn't mean we do have a passage to get into the lab and all of our quote unquote alien tech Technology was able to advance faster here because we got stuff from the future. Also, actual aliens. I guess it does count as alien tech. But I was able to communicate some with people who are already aware to help recreate some of it. It's not perfect, but we do have devices that have been able to neutralize objects in the past. We have one of those ready. We just aren't sure how to get to it. Also, we have to find a way to make sure that the protector's no longer influenced, because I would rather not accidentally kill an eldritch being, because that would just cause a lot more problems for you. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. So you said you have some sort of way to neutralize things, but you don't have a way to get to it. Where is it? Maybe we have a way to get to it. Well, you said you were able to find a place near the lab, and considering that Cat seems rather bonded to you, he may be able to help. I mentioned peculiarities, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. We're pretty sure that Cat's peculiarity. It tends okay. to show up when certain people need help. Haven't worked out why, but it seems very intent on making sure reality doesn't collapse in on itself. Sorry. Strong word choice there. I mean, it yeah, strong but appropriate. It's helped in a variety of cases. Okay. Also, I was not aware until now that it could be in both realities. 
either there's two of them or crosses of them. Oh, I just thought you had the same cat. I've never understood that cat, if we're being honest. Hmm. It showed up a long time ago and has been very helpful. And I still can't make heads or tails of it. Well. As you notice, the, the, the cat has not appeared in the screen since it came into your room. True, true. Also, guaranteed, there is no visible way for a cat to get into that room. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we're in, like, a very underground bunker. That... Dang, kitty. It has rolled over, so and showing his belly to Annabelle for a belly rub. Are you going to pet his belly? I'll, I'll do it if you're not going to do it, but... <laughs> I'm going to tickle under his chin instead, okay, because I know the bellies are a trap. <laughs> <laughs> True. It is very content. Well, I mean, we could... I can try to work with this kitty, work with the cat, try to make it help us out here. But that still doesn't solve the problem of if we do go in there, if we do face... As you as you said, I'm not exaggerating. Eldritch beings, if we find this eldritch being, like, what are we going to do about it? So whatever the anomaly is, isn't going to be an eldritch being. We believe it's messing with an eldritch being in your world, but we also got signals that maybe someone in your group has magical abilities? So they may be able to do something about that. Darren literally just like went through the Rolodex in his head. He's like, well, Annabelle is an angel. Bart is a wizard, and I don't even understand what what Roz does on that computer, so it could be any one of those three people that he's talking about. <laughs> ah, runaway dice. But it's definitely not Hawk. It's not Hawk, and it's not Darren. <laughs> I mean, Hawk, Hawk, uh, Hawk it makes a magical cup of coffee, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, sure, if, if one of us does have magic, maybe th- that definitely would be helpful. So we need to find a way to stop this anomaly or close this gate or we have oh wait hold on is there a gate is there a way like could we get over to you he kind of gets a strange look on his face he says we haven't really found a way for intentional travel over and from what we can tell it's not possible if a version of you exists in our reality which from what i can tell he points at darren you definitely exist in this reality i'm not so sure about you, but then again, I haven't seen everyone in the city. Hmm. So you've been to the Waffle House then? Alright, alright. Oh no, there, there is no Waffle House. You work at the lab. I, I work at the lab. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah, this that's weird as shit, but that gives me a lot of ideas. Interesting. Oh yeah. Sometimes people slip through, and he kind of, he has a bracelet of some kind on, and he just kind of, like, reaches over and fiddles with it a bit when he mentions people slipping through. Hmm. As far as anyone knows, it's not able to intentionally, and there's no telling how many people might slip part of the way through, but then get caught in the in-between. Yeah, what we're talking about isn't a gate, it's something from the in-between. And if someone is trying to use it or manipulate it, it's drawing more of the in-between in. Which we need the in-between to stay where it is. That makes sense. 
So, we take this device, we infiltrate the facility, we use the device on the in-between thing. And that should bounce it back to the in-between. It's worked so far. There might be some remnants left, but it won't be actively drawing. We're working on some solutions over here to make this happen less often, but we're not quite ready to implement them yet. That's why we've been setting up field agents to find and catch things when they show up. But as far as we can tell, someone else got to this one first and took it into the lab and we haven't been able to get to it. I've been trying to find people who can, which is why we had the interest in you. Speaking of, how did you all get involved in this? Because as you've mentioned, you aren't the most likely people to get caught up in something like this. That's a great question. You were hired by a Dr. Whaley because someone got attacked. Because some, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's what it was. I'm like, it's been a while it's been a very long it's been yeah. like six months which is wild yeah this is supposed to be like a three shot mm-hmm. I have Lily and I have Michelle and I don't remember which one was the oh Brooke got attacked yeah Michelle's Brooke. the teacher Lily's the one that was able to get you the entrance but you were hired by Dr. Whaley yes and Damien saw it running away I don't remember who any of these people are but <laughs> Me either, aside from a few of them. Are y'all gonna answer his question? I don't remember where the ad... Where, where did we see the ad? I don't know if I ever specified, uh. but you saw it somewhere and made a plan to meet up at the magic walk. Yeah. Except Darren wasn't there for that. Darren was at work getting texts from Roz just being like, what are you getting into? <laughs> yeah. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> To be totally honest, I got involved because my cousin was like, hey, she texted me one night and it sounded like she was in some trouble. So I went and checked it out and here we are. Now I'm in an underground bunker with a new cat and a bunch of new friends and uh, we're trying to save reality, I guess. How did you find out about the situation, though? Like, how did she get into this? Ms. Annabelle? As far as I can tell, everyone's trying to keep it under wraps. Dr. Whaley sent out an ad. We all responded to it. He seems surprised by that, like he wasn't expecting that thing. Is Dr. Whaley over on your side of things, too? Yeah, he's part of how I got into this. Hmm. Can we... I mean, I know this might not be a direct comparison, but... Now, I'm just questioning things now. Can we trust Dr. Whaley? Yeah, absolutely. So that's how we got we got involved. Miss Annabelle, it sounded like you said you wanted to ask a question there a second ago. What do we do if the person who keeps messing with Object 51, I guess, fights back against us putting it back? Well, time is just right. You may be able to get to it when he's not in the room. Once it's gone, there's nothing you can do about it, so... I guess the best way to do it would be get in when he's not there and neutralize it and get out. This would be when knowing the name would be useful. Mm-hmm. Got anyone over here who can read Doctor's handwriting? 
got a couple of people. Maybe the cat. <laughs> the cat. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know if we still have that name with us. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who has that paper. I don't know who has the paper. I feel like Roz probably has it, probably yeah. Roz. Probably Roz. <laughs> probably Roz. Probably yeah. Roz. Well, actually, I don't have the paper. Well. One of our field agents on that side, we do have a contact. We're not sure who exactly it is, but they've been updating us on some things. Who is that? I feel like that might be a little bit useful to maybe compare notes with that field agent. Not sure. They haven't really been able to do direct contact. One of my agents just either gets an email or a text message from them. Their intel's been solid so far. Alright. That makes sense. As you know, it's hard to make ourselves known to people and explain things, because we have to be secretive about it, and that doesn't exactly engender a lot of trust, I realize. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. Yeah, it sounds very complicated. He occasionally keeps, like, farting his hands through his hair, and now it's, like, sticking up. You seem a little bit stressed out there, Joshua. It's a weird job. Yeah, no, I, I get that. That makes sense. Okay, so we need to stop this anomaly or put it back into the in-between we probably need to do it when the doctor who is not named is not in the room which means we need to sneak back into the facility and either get more information or just just hope that we can make that happen you do know a hiding place nearby where it is in the general direction of where it is the tunnel the place you came through the first time yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was what I was thinking of. Yeah. You said there's some sort of device that you don't know where it is, but it can help us neutralize this thing without killing it. One of my agents should have it nearby. I think we were planning on trying to find a way to make contact with your friends to see if they would be able to help with making sure the protector doesn't die in this. I don't personally know how that's doing, but that's because communication between realities is tricky. One of the other agents should know. Okay, so we have we have the item. We gotta go find it, but we have we're gonna have the item to neutralize. It's in the facility you're in. Okay. It's just not in the room with you. Well, that's great. It's good news for us. How big is it? Holds up in his hand, and it's like. Like kind of like dinner plate size. It's about this big. There's a central device and it has claws that latch onto whatever the object is. Carryable size, though. Yes. We've gotten creative with some of the design of it, but the functionality remains the same. It goes a bit into some science that I don't fully understand, but... It'll cancel out whatever's holding it in this world and send it back. I could probably get us there. To where this device is? No. Into the facility again. Oh, this... Yeah, you probably could. Without having to go through the whole... Swap... Lake... Thing. Yeah, that ladder wasn't great. No, it wasn't. Well... Do we want to do this on our own, or do we want to try and find Hawk and 
uh, Roz and Bart. Because I think you're right. We could sneak in there just right now, take the device, go check it out. But would it be okay to go without them? It's harder. The more people, it's easier to mess up. Well, then what about something like this? What if you just took me and found some sort of a safe space and then I just hid there for a while, maybe got a little more information because it seems like we still don't really know. We have seen an old map of the facility. We don't know who the doctor is. We don't know exactly what sort of security or weapons or anything these folks have. I wonder if it would be a smart idea to get someone on the inside. Mm. Maybe you drop me off, I hang out there for a little bit, and I use the way to get out that I we got out before, and then you go get everyone else. Or maybe that's just making things too complicated. You can get the anomaly away from the scientist either before he starts messing with it again, or before he can keep messing with it. I don't know if they're currently in there with it or not. It is the weekend there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So t- time is still roughly the same there. I keep forgetting he doesn't know when the scientist, when all the scientists is usually in there. On Monday, right? Yeah, on Monday. So if we go now, there's less of a possibility. That's a good point. That is a good point, though. Sometimes with these objects, we've discovered that. There have been other times when people have continued messing with smaller ones that can be addicting somewhat. Mm. Mm. But the sooner this gets dealt with, the better. It's been going on for a while, and that's making me a little uncomfortable. Okay, so we get the notification, we sneak in. Actually, mm. Wait, hold on. You said I was a doctor? A scientist over on your side of things? Probably shouldn't have. No, that's fine. I, I'm not. I'm not. Don't worry. I, I'm not going to ask to talk to myself. I thought about it, but that'd be, I just think that'd be a waste of time. Also, probably would collapse our realities. Eh, hmm. It might. Well, I guess the reason I ask is that's probably not known over here. If if I walked in in like a science coat and was like science, 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 I'm here to inspect as science officer Darren if I'd be able to to get in and maybe get more information about when this scientist is around or where where object anomaly 51 is or anything like that or maybe we're past that maybe maybe we're not in a situation where we need to get more information maybe we just need to act maybe we just need to get in there do the dang thing and get out well I have an idea alright How hard do you think it would be to put the literal fear of God in them? (laughs) You see Joshua nodding approvingly. I don't think it'd be hard at all, especially with someone like you. I mean, you put the fear of God in Darren. (laughs) (laughs) And Hawk. Yeah. (sighs) You put the fear of God in a lot of people who may not actually believe in God, but they probably do just a little bit now. Yeah. Uh, right. Right, right, right. Miss Annabelle, I just want to say I trust you. Whatever you think is best, because I'm not going to lie, I feel like we're kind of up a creek without a paddle here. Maybe a little bit. It seems like we're we're screwed either way, so 
I guess whatever you want to do, I'm willing to do it because it'll mean that at least I got someone I can trust at my back. And this cat, who I'm going to recall from this point on, forever and always, Real Kitty. Like reality, but Real Kitty. But I'm just going to call him Real for short. The cat just stares at you for a second and blinks. Don't give me that look, Real. And just starts purring again. That's right. He's not being as aggressively snuggly with Annabelle right now, but mm-hmm. he's still just happy kitty. You all don't have to decide now. You can take sometimes. You may want to check in with your friends. I don't know how they're reacting to things. No one, Roz, she's probably figured out everything about who you are, what you are, your fears, your list of where you're where you're gonna be next, so I'm not gonna lie. Y'all did kind of fuck up by taking us. <laughs> and I have no intention of calling her off, so We should let them know that they should continue with the plan to deal with the guardian spirit. I agree. Yeah, you all are free to leave whenever or you can just stay here and process things. I know it's a lie. Just one request. Don't spread this information around to everyone you know. Use judgment when explaining some of this to your friends. It's a complicated situation that's not easy to process, I realize. Mm-hmm. Joshua? If we tried to explain this to a normal person, we'd sound like lunatics. It's true. Probably. And there are a lot of people on my side who can explain it, because we don't want the paradox of someone talking to themselves. So that's how it became my job. That is a good question, Joshua. What is your defined role in all of this? Are you the boss of, of this I assume this is some sort of organization that we're in. Are you the boss? Are you just a a grunt worker like us? Did they rope you into this? Or what's your whole angle here? I wasn't roped in. I volunteered. Found out when I was pretty young about there being more than one world. So I started studying and someone at Multi found out and they invited me to come in and help work with them to figure out a way because as I said some people have slipped through trying to get everyone back to where they are and keep things stable I don't know if we'll ever be able to undo what led to the world being like this but we can at least stabilize things and he's as he says as he's fiddling with the bracelet again Joshua did you did you lose someone that was dear to you Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next week to find out what happens next on Tempest Multi. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Season 1 of Tempest Multi was made in collaboration with Doug Holly of Good Better Quest as a prologue for a show that he will be doing in the future set in Oak Ridge's sister city of Jackson, South Carolina. Brianna Jean is the keeper and producer with editing help from Nikki of Beholder to No One. I'm Casey playing Annabelle Joyce and 
You can find me on the Aboard the Opal Star podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is David Tilstra, but today I'll be playing Darren Calloway. I am the Dungeon Master over at From Afar Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at From Afar Podcast. You can find myself at David Tilstra on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this is Doug. I play Hawk Bailey. You can find me on Twitter at DougGBQ or on the podcast Good Better Quest. I'm Ian. I will be playing Bartholomew, the spellcaster, and you can find me on the Ballad of the Seven Dice Twitch channel playing Weary in the Rise of Nyarlathotep campaign. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I'm playing Rosalind Stollard, aka Roz. You can find me on Twitter at Nicola the Druid or on Twitch as Druidcraft Productions, where I host Tiny Hut, a weekly show focused on education, advocacy, and charity. Stay safe out there, dear friends, and always remember things are not as they seem.